This is Problem Solved, the IISE podcast, where we talk to industrial and systems engineers about their work, ideas, and solutions. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Problem Solved, the IISE podcast. I'm James Swisher, Director of Continuing Education for IISE, and I'll be your co-host today, along with Dr. Elizabeth Gentry. Now, we have a very special episode today with a panel of award-winning operational excellence practitioners. Each of these folks has won an award at IISE's Lean Six Sigma and Data Science Conference in the past few years, and we're hoping to learn a few of their incredible secrets. And if you like what you hear, please consider submitting an abstract for the conference and join us in Atlanta in September. Speaking of the conference, here's today's co-host and the 2021 conference chair, Dr. Elizabeth Gentry. Dr. Gentry, say hello and, and tell the crowd a little bit about yourself. Thanks, James. So my name is Dr. Elizabeth Gentry, and I am the chair for the 2021 conference. We are all excited about the conference this year. It's going to be the first in-person conference um, that IIC has had in a year and a half. So I'm excited about seeing everybody in person. It's going to be in Atlanta. Um, I've been to many of these conferences, and I absolutely love them. I love how you can network with a lot of different people in different industries who are all wanting to um, process improve using Lean, using Six Sigma, using data science. Um, in the past conferences, I've heard from IBM, from Chick-fil-A, from Mayo Clinic, and I've learned so much about it. And my background is academia and healthcare but I teach a lot of Six Sigma classes for ISE. And some of the examples that I learned from the conference, I actually use in my Six Sigma classes now and the students love them. So I am excited about learning more in this year's conference. So I hope you enjoy the podcast. Thanks so much, Dr. Gentry. I'm really looking forward to it. These are some pretty special guests here. So without further ado, I'd like to welcome those guests. Uh, We have with us today, Joanna Ficatier, Michael Testani, and Hungda Wan. Welcome, uh, Joanna, Michael, and Hungda. Uh, would you guys like to introduce yourselves? Maybe, Joanna, could you introduce yourself first? Sure. Uh, my name is Joanna, and I am currently a quality improvement advisor at Mayo Clinic. So I'm in the research administration, and I am basically a resource for anyone who needs some help with process improvement. It could be leading a project from DLC or it could be some specific help on some specific part of the project. And I'm not limited to Lean Six Sigma process improvement. I also help with business intelligence and basically anything related to quality that um, anyone in research administration might need some help with. Wow, that's that's a lot on your plate, Joanna. Welcome. Michael, how about you? Uh, Thank you, James. Yes, this is Michael Testani. I'm the Director of Industrial Outreach here at Binghamton University. So I am responsible for aligning our wonderful faculty and students with industries to help them meet their technical challenges. Uh, I also wear a hat similar to James in that I'm responsible for our continuing education programs as well, which uh, I'm delighted to be a part of. And uh, prior to coming to Binghamton University in 2018, I spent about 20 years at the IBM Corporation. Uh, where I was responsible for Lean and Lean Six Sigma deployments across the enterprise. And uh, as you probably know, IBM was uh, very involved with uh, artificial intelligence as one of their strategic thrusts. Uh, So got involved with using AI in uh, Lean and uh, especially Lean Six Sigma initiatives. So glad to be here. Thank you, James. Thank you, Liz. 
great to have you, Michael. And I really appreciate that that dual lens that you bring to problems of both from a practical applications perspective and from an academic and research perspective. Thanks for being on. And last but most certainly not least is uh, Dr. Hungda Wan. Welcome, Hungda. Thank you, James. Hello, everyone. My name is Honda Wan. I'm a faculty member of the University of Texas in San Antonio. And I am in the Department of Mechanical Engineering, but we also have a master's degree in advanced manufacturing and enterprise engineering. And so with our uh, academic programs, I teach a lot of courses about Lean Six Sigma manufacturing systems and so on. And we also work with the local industry quite a bit in terms of um, training and implementing Lean Six Sigma projects. So I've been a, I would say, a loyal fan of the engineering Lean Six Sigma conference, and I'm really looking forward to attending again. Well, we're we're looking forward to having you. You have uh, you have definitely been uh, a loyal attendee and an award winning attendee. We're going to talk about that soon. So, but I'm going to put Joanna on the spot first in terms of uh, award winners. So, um, Joanna has been a loyal uh, attendee over the last several years as well of the Lean Six Sigma and Data Science Conference, and I think she might hold the record. I'm not positive on this. We're going to, have to check the record books, but I think she might hold. The the record as the only person to win an award as a student and as a professional at the conference and to have won the best poster and the best paper competitions. So congratulations, Joanna. First question for you is what's your secret? Thank you. So my secret is very simple. I think you need confidence and a process. Now it's super easy to say. And as I studied as a student, I didn't have any of those. I was just focusing on graduating from my degree and winning a paper was way above anything I could imagine. Right. I was lucky enough to have an academic advisor, Dr. Rosel Kahn, who was also a repeat attendee of the Lean Six Sigma conference. And he's the one who really pushed me to attend the conference, to present the research project that we were working on, and to also submit a poster and a paper. So when you get that kind of recommendation from your academic advisor, you cannot say no. And as terrified as I was, I prepared the presentation, the poster and the paper. <laughs> and that's really what I learned from winning the paper award as a student with no confidence is if I can do it, I think anyone can do it. <laughs> and that really motivated me to every year just try What's the worst that's going to happen? You might not win, but you would have learned a lot through the process of preparing your paper and maybe you can go and publish it somewhere else. So nothing to lose, a lot to win. Just be confident. Just go ahead and try. That's now, really awesome. My second point on having a process, if you maybe notice every year, I do present the same project that I use for my poster and my paper. So now every year, it's just beginning of the year. I know the abstract is going to come. I just look back at my previous year and like, what was the best project? Then I prepare an abstract. Then I prepare a presentation. From that presentation, I can then go on and prepare a poster and then prepare a paper. So once you have really a process in place, everything becomes very easy. 
Man, that is awesome feedback, Joanna. And that's really good advice. I mean, you know, why not, why not use the project that you have on your mind to cover all three bases? Now, I, I, and I will have to say, if you were ever scared, I never saw it. So I, you must have faked it awfully well. <laughs> That's the accent. No, I think you were just, I think you're just humble. <laughs> I can't imagine you ever being scared, but uh, you have, uh, you have certainly done a fantastic job. Great, great advice. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to jump over to Hungda and ask him a similar question because if if Joanna holds the records for most wins and most fields at the conference, I'm pretty sure that Hungda holds the record for just most total wins across all categories. So now Hungda is a past conference chair, um, and maybe most importantly to me anyway, uh, Hungda is a Virginia Tech Hokie at heart. Now I, I know he's at UTSA now, and you know there you go. I love it. We get, we're getting a VT. You guys can't see that, but we're getting a VT here. So uh, <laughs> uh, really appreciate all that Hungda has done over over many years to support the conference. And he has won a lot of awards at the conference over the years. Hunda, what, what keeps you coming back to the conference each year? Yes, James, um, it's really an honor. I'm not sure about the record, but I definitely feel honored. Uh, for being recognized by so many experts in the field in uh, Lean Six Sigma. And so, I, I mean, it's really an amazing feeling that uh, our work and efforts get recognized and, and approved by the experts and leaders in the Lean Six Sigma world. And so um, I can, just like uh, Joanna said, I can uh, tell everyone, you get a chance if you, uh, if you want to try um, you can, I mean, this is the great platform for you to present your work and, uh, you know, come here with your paper and poster. And uh, it, it's an amazing feeling to talk to people with, you know, the same background, speak, speaking the same language in Lean Six Sigma. So um, in terms of keep coming back, uh, I, I can tell you, I also attend the annual conference, the IISE annual conference pretty regularly. But I, I feel that I like uh, the Lean Six Sigma and uh, Data Science Conference particularly because I really enjoy the kind of the feeling of a big family. Yeah, so that's the place I, I met uh, with, with James, Joanna, Michael, and many other people, and we become uh, good friends. And uh, so it, it's a like I said, it's a it's a feeling of family uh, getting together, and we all uh, share the same background. We learn about Lean Six Sigma. We would like we like to present our work in Lean Six Sigma, and uh, so it uh, it feels like everyone understands what you're doing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, the feeling is is really amazing, and I, I can tell you a little secret. I came to US in 2002, and two years later, I uh, presented my work. Well, my, our work got presented at the uh, annual Lean Management Solutions Conference in 2004. And I think that's the uh, so called the, the before of Lean right, uh, Engineering right. Lean Six Sigma Conference. Right. Yeah. So, well, I, I'm honest. I'm the loyal fan of this conference for a long time now. <laughs> that is loyalty. So you've you've been through like three name changes now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yeah. 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 And I, I think um, to me, the the Lean Conference, uh, the 
Lean Six Sigma conference is uh, it's a lot smaller, but really focused. So um, we we feel comfortable sharing uh, the, the same expertise and talking about uh, the same things. And I particularly enjoy the opportunity to uh, connect and learn from the experts in the field. Uh, for example, my wife has been telling me that, well, Chick-fil-A has been doing something different and amazing. They can serve customers so fast. And I turn around and tell my wife, I know the secret. I know what they're doing <laughs> because I learned it from David. <laughs> right. Yeah. One of the wonderful things about this conference is it's such a family atmosphere. And they are. It's the people who've walked in your shoes and people who speak your language. <laughs> and so it's it's nice to um to to meet so many like-minded people. And, and I'm like you, I have so many friends that um I never would have known if it hadn't been for this conference. So I feel really fortunate to be part of this community. I'm going to turn for a moment to Michael. Uh, one of the things that we've worked hard to do over the last year, I mentioned name changes. <laughs> and one of the things that, that we've worked hard to do over the last year is really um, have a broader tent and be more inclusive for how people are um, are really applying Lean Six Sigma and, and, and other improvement approaches, um, you know, really in an industry 4.0 setting. And, and what that means for many people is that we've got a lot more data than we ever had. And so we we see so many of our practitioners really um, practicing as much data science as they practice traditional Lean and Six Sigma techniques. And so that's one of the reasons that we really wanted to highlight both Lean Six Sigma and data science in, in uh, what we're doing at the conference, because so many of our practitioners are really doing both. So uh, wonderful to have uh, Michael with us today. And as I mentioned, uh, he's worked in both industry and in academia, and he's used a, a wide variety of operational excellence techniques across both settings. And last year uh, at our conference, uh, uh, he and Dr. Ben Amaba gave a great keynote speech on uh, artificial intelligence and its applications uh, to the work that we do as industrial engineers and Lean Six Sigma practitioners. Uh, Mike, how do you see AI becoming part of what IEs do to solve problems? Yeah, great question, James. Thanks for that. And thanks for acknowledging last year's conference. That was a ton of fun. We did that live virtual. I think we were the first ones at uh, IASC to do a live virtual conference. So that was really cool. Uh, it's always fun to be a pioneer, sometimes scary, but, but fun. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> fun and scary at the same time. Yeah. And as you rightly point out, Dr. Benamov does a wonderful job in terms of painting the landscape of artificial intelligence and where it's at today. And more importantly, where is it going and what's the industrial engineer's role in that? So for those who have been at the prior conferences, you know, Dr. Amaba, he's outstanding. Uh, gets everybody excited, including myself, right, about the, the prospects for artificial intelligence. And, and there's a ton of synergy there with Lean, Lean Six Sigma, and AI. Because as you rightly pointed out, the amount of information data that we're dealing with is just expanding rapidly. Um, in fact, it's hard to even wrap our minds around how rapidly it's expanding. Uh, 50 billion devices and more or more currently connected to the internet, now smart devices. And that's gonna grow by 10X. Uh, this this decade alone, and the amount of data traveling across right those devices into the cloud and into databases uh, is just growing exponentially. So, I think that's where it starts in terms of you know our role as industrial and systems engineers is you know how can we access that data, uh, that vast amount of data, and what can we do with that? And I think artificial intelligence provides that answer, right? Because it gives us the tools to find patterns within 
these mountains of data, right? Machine learning, uh, deep learning, uh, even fuzzy logic, right? To an extent can all be applied to understand what's happening underneath the data and identify patterns that we just can't do practically anymore with traditional Lean Six Sigma techniques, right? So I think, uh, but having said that, right, I think artificial intelligence has its place alongside of Lean Six Sigma because it's not going to solve the problem for you. Right? Sure. I think it's great at pointing us to where the problem is and potentially some causal factors. But, you know, we still have to solve it as uh, <laughs> industrial and systems engineers. Uh, and, and we're great problem solvers, right? We haven't so found a way just, to take the IE out of the equation yet, right? Uh, not yet. Which is not a good yet. thing, knock I think. On, I think. Knock on wood. So, <laughs> you know, hopefully we'll make it through our careers, you know, before right. we figure out how to automate us. <laughs> that's uh, right. I don't, I don't think that's coming anytime soon. So uh, we'll be there as decision makers and, and AI is just going to help us make better decisions. That's awesome. I really appreciate that. I I think it's um it's an exciting it's an exciting field for for IEs and you know we certainly see younger IEs coming into the field with a good idea about how to apply those tools but for us um for us more mature folks, I guess I'll say, <laughs> for those of us that have a little bit of gray uh, or maybe a lot <laughs> in my case. <laughs> uh, I guess Michael, what do you think in terms of um you know, for folks who who don't have that confidence yet in how to get started in the expanding and growing field of of AI and data science in general, what's a good place for folks to start? If you know, if they've got a IE degree from twenty five years ago and are you know really excited about new technology and new frontiers, but don't know how to get started. Yeah, that's a great that's a great question, and it comes up a lot. And I I probably start by looking at industry 4.0 right and and you know what that's all about and there's many different dimensions to that which is why i think it's so difficult sometimes to for us to answer that question right i mean there's the certainly the smart uh manufacturing aspect of that and you know when i say industry 4.0 it's not just confined to the manufacturing domain as we all know it's sure. any domain manufacturing health systems uh, construction right ai has a place in all those industries but um, I really look at that, all the different dimensions of that and say, you know, that's what I'd look at to say, where would I get started, right? Is it, you know, do you have the data and you just don't know what to do with it? Then, yeah, let's go down the path of analytics, you know, and machine learning and, you know, understand a bit about neural networks and how, you know, that gets applied from a deep learning perspective. And, you know, there's a variety of, pathways that you can take to gain that knowledge. Uh, certainly through the IASE, through, through, certainly through continuing education offices, not just ours, James, right? But across, you know, across the, uh, the country and across the world, there's pathways to pick up these skills. I think because the world is recognizing uh, this is our future. So yeah, yeah. of course there's the providers uh, if you permit me to mention some, some of the competition, James, right? There's the Coursera's and, <laughs> you know, those, those providers that, you know, uh, are offering, uh, let's say not for credit uh, programs in this space as well. And there's a lot of really good programming out there that you can take to get started. But I would start with where's your need in your organization, uh, you know, because that's where I think you're going to get the most traction and the most support. 
That's really good advice. And, and yeah, and certainly um, you know, to, to shamelessly plug uh, <laughs> our, both of our organizations, certainly IISE is there to, to offer some uh, some courses in this curriculum. We actually have a course coming up um, that uh, Michael and Dr. Amab are going to be teaching. And then uh, certainly Binghamton University, where, uh, where Michael uh, is on faculty there, is a fantastic university for your ongoing educational needs. And, and um, you know, Dr. Amaba through IBM, offers a fair amount of uh, ongoing education uh, webinars and ongoing education as well. So those are three good places to, to take a look for content if you're looking around. Flipping back for a moment to our uh, our Lean and Six Sigma roots from Theo, uh, certainly this all works together. It's all one big puzzle. <laughs> but I'm thinking about uh, how what Michael's telling us about learning more and, and where to go and thinking a little bit about um, Hangda's uh, and his co-authors, <laughs> not just Hangda, but his, his team. Uh, they won the best paper competition last year. And um yeah, and, and I should say that uh, Michael's team was a, a, an awardee for that as well. So uh, two uh, two awardees right here on the call. Um, Hungda, I was really blown away by um, some of the tips that you had in there uh, in terms of making making Lean Six Sigma initiatives work in an organization. And I was wondering if you could share a few of those with our audience today. It was a really if you if you folks haven't read it, haven't read it, uh, check out the archives of the conference or check out the wonderful magazine article the, uh, that that uh, IISE did uh, on Dr. Wan's work uh, last year. So, uh, Hungda, tell us a little bit more about that. Give us some pro tips. Thank you, James. Yeah, so um, Lean Six Sigma is, I mean, becoming really important for every organization in manufacturing service and everywhere. But uh, the I think the most important to, uh, thing to us is that making it stay is the most, I mean, it's the most difficult part of implementing Lean and Six Sigma. So uh, in, in our research, we realized that it's really, um, the, the, the tip is really to build a culture that sustains the Lean Six Sigma. And how to build the Lean culture, you need to have everyone's buy-in. And uh, so you need uh, to get everybody understand that the needs for being lean and then uh, the leaders needs the lean practices and lean mindset and gradually build up the team. So um, I think that's, uh, just the, the quick tip for everybody uh, wanting to, to sustain the lean culture. And uh, James, I, I would actually like to talk about another side of the work because in addition to uh, the, the work we presented, I think what's really interesting is about uh, the work we, I mean, the collaboration we did. Uh, so the work was done by myself and two of my friends in Air Force. And I can tell you, I've never worked in Air Force, so three of us never worked uh, together. At least I uh, never worked with them together on the job, but we got together because of the conference. And so uh, for the conference, we, we started connecting and uh, we, we learned from each other. We got a lot of um, opportunities to, uh, to share our thoughts and uh, develop our work for, uh, I mean, to be presented at the conference. And because of this collaboration, we were able to look at the same system, look at the same thing from two different angles 
and it broadens my my view and uh, it also uh, bring I mean we also brought opportunities for the folks in Air Force to share their thoughts at the uh, engineering Lean Six Sigma conference so uh, we are we I mean from both sides we were very uh, happy about this opportunity and uh, so what I would like to say is that sometimes uh, the collaborations you you I mean may bring you to different places yeah so as myself as an educator in I mean in a college I never thought that I would be uh, working with the experts in Air Force in terms of Lean Six Sigma and well guess what we presented our work and get uh, appreciated by the other experts. Wow, that's that's really great. What what a great insight, Hongda. Um, and uh, gosh, I think so often that for us as as practitioners, um, the journey is just as important as the destination. And I always feel like I learn so much from the people I work with. I feel like I learn more from them <laughs> than they learn from me. And I think that's a, that's a really great point. And and you know, again, another shameless plug. You know, what better place to meet like minded people? You know, who are who are willing to to work with you outside of maybe the area that you normally work in than than a conference like ours. So that's uh, that's really a great great point, and uh, it's amazing. Like you said earlier, um, you know everything from how does the Chick Fil A drive through work to uh, you know how do we <laughs> how do we make sure that our country is safe and that the you know, Air Force has efficient processes. So <laughs> you know those are pretty that's a pretty wide range that we get at the <laughs> at the conference. So pretty fun. Yes. Yeah. So I really enjoyed uh, meeting with people and learning from everybody. I think you're uh, not alone in that at all. I think everybody on <laughs> on the on the podcast today would uh, totally agree with that. Here, here. <laughs> well, I'm gonna I'm gonna switch gears briefly from from that wonderful collaborative attitude that we have, and I'm I'm gonna maybe pick a scab with Joanna. So I don't, you know, I have to be careful here. Now, back in 2019 at the conference, uh, Joanna participated in a panel session, which is always a highlight of the conference. Uh, and the the panel session was Lean versus Six Sigma, the showdown. And uh, at the end, we called it a tie, but a lot of people think Joanna and her team were robbed. Yeah, Joanna's given us the thumbs down. So she, you know, she thinks she was robbed. And I don't know, I, you know, I might agree, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but with all kidding aside, you know, having heard what Michael talked about and what Hungda talked about, Joanna, how do you see Lean, Six Sigma, and data science, you know, all of these facets of what we do working together to solve problems? Yes. Well, first of all, thank you for the opportunity to clarify with everyone that I am not against Lean. I am just, <laughs> I love playing games and I'm very competitive when I play games. So the panel, I got really into, okay, let's show everyone that Six Sigma is better than Lean. But it was actually very hard because it is not. It, it is just, I use Lean, I use Six Sigma, and I could not say that one is superior to the other. And the answer is really, we, we need to have a lot of tools. I think at Mayo, um, health system engineer, quality improvement advisor are usually considered the problem solvers. And we are even called sometimes the process people. And we are asked to help on some projects that are not always very straightforward, where a simple demic approach doesn't always work. And so what I've really learned over my 
five years of experience is that the more tools I will have in my toolbox, the best engineer I can become. And that's really how I can really help um, the people that are asking for help. And what we're really seeing in the industry, and I think it's everywhere, is that the problems themselves are evolving. We are moving in an environment where everything is becoming more digital. We are collecting data everywhere to the point where a lot of people don't even know what to do with that data. And because the problem are evolving, we also, as problem solvers, need to evolve and to learn how the solution we provide can also evolve. And that's really where data science is going to become an important part of being an engineer and integrating Lean Six Sigma with data science and having more tools to choose from uh, when we are faced with a problem. Wow, that's really insightful, Joanna. Thank you. And and thanks for being gracious uh, to, to clarify your position from the panel there. I, <laughs> I think everybody knew it was all in good fun, but uh, but I will say if, if we had to award points, um, I think I think you were the top point getter there. I think you did a good job on that panel <laughs> advocating your position. I think you must have come in with confidence and a process. Yep, that's always the two key elements. There you go. <laughs> I've learned a lot so far from everybody. I, um, I'd, I'd love just to go round robin here with with our panelists, uh, and, and I'm going to put you on the spot too. Even though our, our co-host is uh, didn't think she was going to get put on the spot, I'm going to put her on the spot too. I'm, I'm wondering if we could go round robin real quick and just say, you know, it's been an interesting last year for everybody. What's the most important thing you learned in the last year? I think the most important thing that I learned throughout this year was um, being able to teach everything completely virtual and getting really good reviews from it. So starting out, there was a lot of it was a it was a big learning experience trying to teach Six Sigma and Lean completely online. And now I feel like I've gotten the hang of it really well. And I feel like um, we're probably going back to in-person in the fall, but I feel like now I have a hang of it and I've learned how to do certain things online, like play a lean simulation game online. And just this year. So I feel like I've just learned so much this year and how to connect with people virtually and something that I probably would have never learned um, without COVID, even though it's been had horrible health effects and everything like that. But there have been some positives from it. Yeah, certainly it's, it's forced us to think differently. Joanna? To me, really, the last year had taught me two things. On the personal level, slow down. I'm the kind of person who always had plans for my weekends, my vacation, and everything just fell down. And I had to learn to live day by day. On the professional level, on the other hand, that was the opposite. I had to learn to work really fast. We had to create new processes in days when we usually like to kind of take our time and evaluate the solution before moving on to anything. And on the research side, we, we, we had to start research on COVID really quickly and so really move the research so fast that something we were not able to do before. So that's really the, the, the two kind of side of the coins that I learned last year. Oh, that's really, that's really insightful. Awesome. Thank you, Joanna. Hunger or Michael? Michael? Yeah, I'll go. I'll go next. Thank you, James. Yeah, I think I think what I learned is just how committed we are to one another's success. 
And that was really uplifting to see that. I mean, I think we all realized we were facing a lot of unknowns, right? A crisis that we had no idea uh, how it was going to turn out. And to some degree, we still don't, right? And and we just all seem to pull together, right? To, to help one another be successful. I think there's, you know, there was understanding there. Um, you know, I think we're given a little bit of grace uh, uh, from on high and, and and from our colleagues, right? That said, you know, hey, we know this isn't going to be perfect as we, you know, start down this path, but, you know, we're going to figure it out together. And I, I just found that, you know, very, very encouraging and very inspiring. Oh, yeah, that's absolutely, that's really awesome. I, I completely agree. Hangda, how about you? Yeah, uh, I would like to share a little bit about keeping an open mind for changes. Yeah, because from the past year, we all know that uh, things can change quite a bit and uh, rapidly. So we know changes will happen sooner or later, even if I mean, you, you don't like it, it's going to come. Um, but um, I think changes also bring opportunities. For example, this past year, it actually accelerated a lot of things. Yeah, so with my institute, we, we're, we're teaching online now. So a year before, we wouldn't imagine our senior professors teaching in front of a computer. But now all of a sudden, everyone is, is an expert in you know, teaching virtually. <laughs> the changes bring opportunities. So um, whether you like it or not, keep an open mind. And sometimes, uh, you know, uh, I mean, good things will happen. Yeah, for example, Right now, we're uh, giving talks to uh, different people, uh, not just in front of you anymore, but uh, when, I, when, when we have webinars or seminars, we actually have attendees from other places, from, from India, from, uh, I mean, Mexico, Colombia, everywhere. So uh, it's, it, that site has been amazing. So keep an open mind. That's really great advice. It's really great advice. I think it's um, it's forced us all to think differently, and and that's probably a good thing. All net total, it's probably a good thing. Yeah, all in all. So great advice, Hungda. I really appreciate that. Any closing thoughts from our group before I turn it back over to our co-host, Dr. Gentry, to to uh, give us a, a more shameless plug on uh, on the conference this year? Tell us a little bit more about where it is, when it is, and and how you can attend. It's going to be great to be in person, James. I'm excited at the uh, the thought of that, just to be able to meet and collaborate again, and you know, being with industrial and systems engineers and Lean Six Sigma practitioners, it it doesn't get any better than no, that. No, it really doesn't. So I'm looking forward to Me it. Me too. Awesome, Dr. Gentry. You want to do you want to tell us a little bit more? How can they participate in this year's conference? Sure. So you can go to the link um, for the conference that we will send with the podcast. But if you want to know more information, you can just go to isc.org and then type in the Lean Six Sigma Data Science Conference and there's conference links um, there. But we have until the end of April for you to submit your abstracts, which please submit. We would love to have a lot of abstracts um, to review. Um the conference is going to be September 20th through 22nd in Atlanta. And the great thing about 
um, where the conference is, is in Atlanta is that you can take the MARTA straight from the airport and then walk maybe five minutes, if that, to the hotel. I have been at a conference at this hotel already and from a few years ago, not during COVID, but a few years ago. And I did this very thing. I felt very safe. So I just, like I said, got off the airplane, got on the MARTA, took it straight there um walk to the hotel and then did that on my way back so it's very convenient um you don't have to wait on an uber or anything like that so i'm really excited about it um it's going to be a great um three days we will have three keynote speakers one each day they're both or all three of them are from all different areas of the industry so it's going to be really great for networking and just being back in person we're all going to get to see each other live in person September 20th through the 22nd in Atlanta, Georgia. And as Liz said, boy, you can't get there any easier. Quick flight into Atlanta from lots of places in North America and beyond. And a very, very easy trip on the uh, on the safe and efficient uh, Atlanta subway, the MARTA. So you just hop right over. I think it's a $2 ride on the... <laughs> on the subway. So, uh, cost effective as well. Um, so tell your boss that, uh, you're going to save them lots of travel expenses and come see us September 20th through the 22nd. We have three really outstanding folks to speak to us at the Lean Six Sigma and Data Science Conference this year. We have Morgan Smith, the former president and CEO of CNS, who manages Oak Ridge National Laboratory. Joyce Siegley, the director of productivity management at Northside Hospital in the Atlanta area. And Dr. Michael Perch, who is the H.B. Harkins Jr. Professor in Petroleum Engineering at the University of Texas at Austin. I'm really excited about all three of those speakers. I think they're going to be fantastic, really dynamic folks, and they're going to give us a lot to think about both in uh, Lean and Six Sigma and in data science. So it's going to be a, a fantastic speaker each day of the conference. Dr. Gentry, I, I was thinking we have a lot of student members who listen to our podcast. How, how could they participate in this year's conference? Thanks for asking, James. So we just sent out a letter to all the ISC student chapters, to their presidents about different volunteer opportunities that students can do. If you are interested, you can email ISC um, customer service and then they can connect um, you with either me or James and we'll be happy to also help you with that. And what's great about the volunteer opportunities is if you volunteer, it's gonna take away with some of your registration costs. Um, a few of my students actually did that two years ago and um, their registration costs were very minimal because they volunteered. And not only that, when they volunteered, they said that they got to meet so many different people that they wouldn't have been able to meet if they hadn't volunteered. And now they have added them on LinkedIn and one of them actually got a job from someone they met at the conference. So um, definitely think about volunteering. It's a great opportunity. We have a lot of different opportunities that you could do. So Awesome. That's a great point. And, and what a great opportunity for students to start to get to network and, and to know folks in the industry, particularly if they're interested in Lean Six Sigma or data science as a career. So yeah, great opportunity for them. Well, you know, another great way for students to participate is through our poster competition, and it's not limited to just students. And uh, Joanna Ficutier is our subcommittee chair for the poster team uh, this year and also the incoming uh, conference chair for next year. So, uh, Joanna, can you tell us a little bit about how the poster competition works? 
Absolutely. So we will bring back the poster competition this year. I know last year we had trouble with the digital environment to make that happen, but we are working hard to bring back the poster competition open to anyone, student and industry practitioner. And so we will have more detail to come, but that would be basically follow the same idea as an oral presentation where we will have people submit um, through the same platform. And then we would uh, look at all the poster, all poster would be displayed and there is usually a, a funny little competition with some great prizes to win. Awesome. Yeah, that's a, that is a coveted prize to win. And uh, the posters are always really, really great. It's a great way to present your work. If you're maybe a little nervous about putting together uh, a full, full abstract or writing a paper or, you know, um, having to present a, a 30 minute presentation, posters are a great way to show off your work with maybe a little, little less anxiety. So it's a great way to get started. Thank you, Joanna. And I'd like to thank all of our guests today. Oh my gosh, what a fantastic group group. You guys uh, inspire me uh, every time that I talk to you. And I'm so grateful to have uh, gotten to know all of you. And, I, and each of you, I think I met through the Lean Six Sigma and Data Science Conference. So uh, what a wonderful testament to the power of that conference and its power to build friendships and, and collaboration. So thank you all so much for the hard work that you do every year on the, on the behalf of IISE. And I'm really looking forward to seeing each of you in person September 20th through the 22nd. Thank you all. Thanks, James, for leading this. That's it was Thank awesome. You, James. Thank, Thank you. you, Liz. Thank you. Awesome. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for listening to this episode of Problem Solved, the IISE podcast, a production of the Institute of Industrial and Systems Engineers in Metro Atlanta. This podcast is produced by David Brandt, Keith Albertson, and Michael Hughes, and edited by David Brandt. You can listen to all episodes of Problem Solved and learn about sponsorship opportunities by visiting our website, podcast.iise.org. You can also learn more about IISE at the Institute's website, www.iise.org.